Well, for those of you uh, out there listening, um, this is uh, sort of the uh, continuation of, a, of, of Agency Nation's Facebook group, and um, I'm excited to, to continue a, a conversation in this group. I think uh, for me personally, when I was getting started uh, several years ago, um, this group and the people within it really sparked um, a lot of um, thought for me and um, conversation around how to really take um, a traditional agency um, and, and sort of propel it into the future. And so <clears throat> that's been my experience and with this group specifically, and I'm just excited uh, to continue that conversation today with Avi and, uh, and Olivia. So um, Olivia, any thoughts? No, I'm, I'm excited. This is, a, this is our first, this is our big debut. Well, not necessarily, I guess we had an intro, but this is kind of our big debut. I'm going to call it the big debut. So we have, right. a, yeah, we have a great guest today. I'm excited. Um, pressure, I, I feel like I'm, I'm still fairly new to this, this group, but um, I think that we can have some great conversations, share some good ideas, and hopefully everybody's going to get some new insights that they can take back to, the way that they're doing things, um, you know, every week we can hopefully bring them something good. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, we thought, uh, putting our heads together, <clears throat> who would be a good first guest to bring on here? And my mind went to Aubie Knight, uh, because for those of you who don't know who Aubie is, Aubie is the CEO of the IIANC here in North Carolina. Um, and has really, in my opinion, had his finger on the pulse of all things technology driven inside your insurance agency and just how we're managing insurance agencies today and a lot of other things. So, Abby, give us a couple of minutes about uh, about yourself and what you're trying to do in, in North Carolina. Yeah, sure. I'm happy to. And thank you guys for having me on. So, um, I, I am the, the CEO of the Independent Insurance Agency of North Carolina. I've been in this role for five years now. Uh, pr prior to that, I held the, the role at the Independent Insurance Agency of Georgia, which is where I spent most of my career. Um, you know, I have been talking to agents about technology and really changing consumer expectations for a long time now. I went back and, and looked. I, I first did a, I, I did a seminar in Georgia in 2008 on how to use Facebook within your agency. So, I mean, this wow. is something that, that I've been talking about for a really long time and trying to help agents understand, you know, how they can use social media and how they can use di digital marketing to, um, one, put themselves where the consumers are today and to really, you know, just think about it from an expectation customer experience standpoint. So, um, it, I, I, have, I have been called an evangelist about this because it, it's something, I mean, I have talked about extensively trying to um, just help agents understand that the, the world is changing and consumers are uh, much more um, have much higher expectations and they have access to much more data so the the the, the playing field has really shifted and as, you know agencies as, as well as all businesses you have to kind of respond to those changes in the marketplace. Absolutely. And that's so important. I mean, obviously, there's there's so much conversation around that these days. And so um, I think having some leadership at the state association level that that um, really takes a focus on that um, has been great for North Carolina. Obviously, I'm sitting in North Carolina myself, so I'm a little biased, but um, but we really appreciate your work. I think I think uh, North Carolina and Ohio and some other states are, are sort of leading the charge um, with this stuff. And so I thank you for all that. That's, that's yeah, been great. No, I, it, it's my so. pleasure. I mean, I, I really do believe that it's um, critical, really critical to the survival and the continued thriving of the independent agency system. It, it, it absolutely is. Yep, absolutely. So to that end, the first, uh, the first question I thought of that I really wanted to throw out to you, and I think it might be the, the premise of the whole conversation here, um, and we'll sort of just see where things take us, but um, there's, there's been this conversation about um, balancing the usage of technology in our agencies across the board in processes and sales, um, all different, uh, different parts of the agency, balancing that with the tried and true traditional workflows that have for so long generated books of business that are um, 
that are pretty substantial and, and can support families and everything that it has involved with the, with the, uh, with the channel. So uh, I wanted your thoughts on that just to sort of the get go, because you, you obviously are able to see agencies uh, in real time sometimes um, integrate technology slowly and then some that just wholesale start that way. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on where you're seeing some of that work. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I kind of look at it as, as um, agencies kind of fall into into one of three buckets, right? That you've got the all-in agencies, and and to your point, some of them start out like that. They start out as all-in all type of you know digital from the beginning, but but there are some that I would describe as all-in right now that you know ten years ago you would have looked at and would have considered them to be very traditional independent insurance agencies, and typically I think what what my um, findings have been is that th those agencies have the, the, the owner, the principal that has just really embraced um, technology and has embraced the, the, the need to change. And they've done it to a point where they're, they're seeing the ROI from it. Um, mm -hmm. So, but, but that's a minority. I mean, that, that's a small minority of agencies. I think the, the largest bucket is um, would, would probably describe, would, would probably describe where you are, Landon. And that is, You've got the traditional insurance agency where where the principal is perhaps um, not not as not as gung ho as and excited you know about technology because they they they've grown up in the industry the traditional way and and it's mm -hmm. very successful but they've got someone a, a, a trusted person on on their team as part of their staff part of their agency maybe part of the future perpetuation that they said look I, I you know, I shop on Amazon. I'm a I'm a Prime member. I'm watching my movie on Netflix. I get it. Technology is changing the world. We need to be a part of that. So go and do your thing. And and you've got certain latitude to experiment and 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 go out and and try this. And I mm -hmm. think that's probably where most independent agencies are today. Um, is is that they they've got someone that has been given the task of trying to modernize the agency and maybe it's not in every aspect of the agency's operation you know maybe it's only in right. maybe it's only in customer acquisition right maybe it's like you know you've been tasked with you know getting our google reviews and and doing some video marketing uh maybe it's your you've been tasked with trying to figure out ways where we can enhance the customer experience through technology but but right. at least there's some component to where um the agency has charge someone on staff of, of at least exploring and, and trying to enhance what they're doing in, you know, some area. And, and then you've got the other small bucket of, of people that just are, are not doing anything. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. um, they're, they're just not, they're, they're not using technology to evolve. They don't, they almost see technology as a necessary evil. Right. I mean, I've got to have a management system and right. so we have a management system and, and, and that's about the extent of it. Yeah. 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 That's all good. And by the way, I have a couple of housekeeping things here before we keep going. <laughs> Olivia is having some trouble hearing Avi. So, <laughs> so uh, Olivia, I'm just going to throw that out there for you. Just feel, feel, feel free to jump in with a question uh, that hits your mind. You can, I think she can hear me, which she's told me, but um, she's having trouble hearing Avi for some reason. Well, so the Facebook group is not the same. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't. I think they're good. I think I, they they would be telling me if they couldn't. So, and also, if you have a question for us as we're going here, uh, feel free to just throw it up there, and we'll we'll get you in here. There's also um, a uh, uh, a link that we'll drop in the Facebook group, which I'm going to do now. Um, that you can dive in here with us. We can bring a, another person in, I believe. So we can, we can try that as well. So Olivia, um, you know, Abby just got through kind of explaining um, what he's seen within agencies that he's dealing with. But um, did you have any questions on the outset for him as you, uh, as you were thinking about today? Well, <laughs> I guess I, he may repeat information and I won't, I, I guess I won't even necessarily hear it if he does. But I think, um, yeah, so I was thinking about this last night, and I was wondering um, when it. There's so many options out there, so there's there's a million different things um, in terms of technology and automation, and it seems like it's a lot to try and sift through. Um, but what is one critical piece of technology that you see agencies not using, or maybe just not using 
properly or capitalizing on having that technology available within um, within their operations. Well, I, I think Olivia, I guess my 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 experience is, I mean, when, when you look at and it, it's a really it's an interesting question to start thinking about you know, let's just call it the tech stack, right? That, that independent right. agents are using now. And, and, and it, it's so funny because, you know, I think about it from just, well, I, I was just mentioning there are some agencies out there that still their, their only piece of technology they may have in the agency is the agency management system. There, there are other agencies where that's still the main piece of technology. And then, and then you've got this other set of agencies where, well, that's, kind of a, a minor part of our technology. That's just where we keep up with our policy data. That's my E&O system. And, and it's all these other pieces of technology that are, that, that are ones that actually enhance our efficiency and enhance the customer experience. Um, so, you know, I, I know that from, from a struggle standpoint, you have, a, there are a lot of agencies out there that are probably only scratching the surface of really fully even being able to utilize that one piece of technology that, they all share in common, which is their agency management system. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I think, you know, carefully assessing where you are from an agency management system today is, is probably something that every agency ought to be doing, particularly looking for agency management systems that are going to allow for um, easier and better integration of all of these, potentially all these third-party solutions out there that can really start to enhance uh, how the agency's doing business from what, whether, whether that's from a um, customer servicing standpoint or from an acquisition standpoint or just from an experience standpoint. And, and, you know, maybe one of the biggest frustrations right now is you got all these cool tools that have been built yeah. for agencies, but to get them to integrate with the management system, you know, is, is um, if not impossible, it's, it's certainly much more difficult than what it ought to be. Right. Right. Yeah. And that kind of leads me to another um, another question here, too, because I've noticed, too, out there um, that there's been some really healthy conversation around um, agents and agencies putting in the time to really learn and understand what all these different technology components can do for you and your agency. Um, and that time takes away from, you know, the a tried and true sales process, uh, you know, things that will generate revenue and build a business today. Um, and so, you know, there's, there's a conversation about outsourcing. There's a conversation about, you know, all that stuff. So what is, what have you been hearing, seeing out there and as how agents specifically are handling that issue? I mean, I know you mentioned they usually have one person that's sort of dedicated to it, but, but how do they navigate that, t that time element? Um, when it when it comes to that well uh, you know I, I i i really kind of speculating here a, a bit um part part of it is you know i mean i, I think um really what, what we're talking about here is change management how, how do right. you how, how do you manage change and you know it, it's uh i guess akin to the lumberjack who you know you've got to you got to take time to sharpen your axe, right? I mean, right. On, on one hand, you're like, no, I can't, you know, I, I got another tree to cut down. I can't take time to sharpen the axe. Well, you, you just like, how do you go about self-improvement and anything? How do you find time to go to the gym or, or how do you find time to do anything? If, if, if you have to be committed to a process and once, once you said, look, I'm committed to us becoming more technologically adept, right? For us to becoming a more innovative agency, then you're just going to have to figure out how, how you manage that time, just like you, you do if you decide you want to run a half marathon, right? You're just going to have to, right. you have to realize you're going to have to put some time into training, into, into doing those things. So I, I think that is the simple answer. Now, the reality of it is that's hard to do. You know, I mean, it, right. it, it, it's hard to um, figure out where, where that time is going to come from. Now, with that said, um, I tell you, just kind of anecdotally, when I'm out talking to agencies, uh, nearly unequivocally, I, I continue to hear the message that we're having to work harder and harder to hang on to our renewals because it seems like yeah. all of our customers are shopping. I mean, it seems right. like, you know, they're, they're constantly being inundated with ads of, you know, save money here, save money there. You know, we can do it quicker, better, cheaper, faster. Um, so agencies are having to work harder for retention but then i hear those same agencies tell me in the very next sentence 
Um, but at the same time, their phone's not ringing as often to give out quotes. Right. And, and to me, that's a huge, that ought to be a, a, a huge red flag, right? So what you're telling me is your customers are out there shopping, but the other guy's customers, if they're shopping, they're not choosing you to shop with because your phone's not ringing. And, right. and, and I think to me, I mean, that just screams from um, lack of a digital presence. I mean, I, in, in my mind, that just means the customer is not aware of you as, a, as an alternative that they could be shopping with. So, you know, it just screams about, you know, customer acquisition and SEO and having, a, you know, having a digital presence. Right. So. I'm going to throw up a, a question here that popped in from uh, Keith Phillips. Um, I don't know if you all can see that on Facebook, but Keith Phillips is saying, uh, can you drill down on specific tech software outside of the agency management system? Uh, before I throw that to Abby, Olivia, I know that you've um, you've dealt with a lot of this recently in your agency. Um, you know, <laughs> transitioning to different tech pieces and whatnot, and and have a have a, a larger agency from a, from a human standpoint and how you're managing it. So, do you have any thoughts on um, kind of the 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 hit list? What's what's first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and in technology pieces to sort of start moving in that direction? Oh, Olivia, can you hear me? I I have you back. I didn't have you for a minute, but I have you back now. <laughs> so heard your question, then. that's right. I'm I'm throwing it to you on this uh, on this yeah. So okay. on this on this question that popped up by Keith is drilling down in that specific software outside of an agency management system, knowing that you yourself have dealt with this recently inside your agency. Kind of what your hit list is. What do you think one, two, three, four, five, and six is on what you need as an agency to, to start building in a technological direction? Oh, wow. Um, so, I mean, for, for first lines agencies, and I don't know if like everybody is doing this, but I do seem to hear some murmurings that some don't. But, um, you know, a rater for your personal lines, um, I think is absolutely critical. And some of, I think most of them probably bridge out from your agency management system. Um but, uh, you know, we're looking into a comparative rater for, for small business as well. And mm -hmm. so if, if that's kind of, if you're going to marry those two things together, which is something that we've done um, as an organization, if you can have both, absolutely, for sure. Um, gosh, what else? So much. And we should also... Yeah, go ahead. So we we, um, we should also say that you just came back from a from a from an intensive conference where you're talking about all this kind of stuff. So you you may be at capacity as far as what what your brain can handle at that point. There's there's just so many things. Um, I think. Oh gosh, if your system doesn't offer any sort of texting service, um, we had a big discussion about this and how the open rate on text messages is so much higher than email and right. granted you have to be specific and concise in your messaging. But if you're always, you know, taking that time, sending a quick text message, linking them back to your website, as long as you have like a powerful presence there, then right. I think that that's absolutely a great way to communicate and keep ongoing communication. Like if you can keep uh, push notifications going out to your customers and building relationships, keeping your, your agency top of mind so that when they think about their insurance, they're thinking about your agency. I think that right. that um, is a great piece of technology. The AMS systems are doing it. I don't know if they're doing it well. Yeah. Um, so I think that looking at an outside system for texting is um, something that is worth uh, taking the time to investigate. Uh, you know, the big thing that we've done now or we're in the process of doing is implementing Indio in our workflows. So, okay. um, which is your break that down for us. What, what is break down Indio for those that don't know? So Indio is a system that digitizes applications. So if, okay. it, if you're managing a book on PDF forms, um, then Indio is a solution for that. So it'll, it data maps. Sure. Um, it has the, um, oh my gosh, what the, I, I feel like I should know this word so well because I always ask them when I'm on calls with them, like, what's that word again? Um, but it has like the logic built into it. So if you answer no to a question, it's not going to ask the follow-up questions on that same type of risk. Conditioning logic. So it has the conditioning logic built into it, but it's more of a smart system. So 
Yeah. Um, it's your e-signature. If you're not using any sort of e-signature, which I'm not sure how many agencies are or aren't, you right. absolutely, your return rate on e-signature is so much easier um, or right. on getting those applications back quickly in the time that you need them. Um, absolutely have an e-signature solution. Some of them integrate with agency management right. systems. Some of them sit outside. Some of them don't. Yeah. 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 So, Abby, I'm thinking this, this, I just comment. got a phone call. I'm, I'm so popular. I just got a phone call in the middle of this. She must not hear. Can you not can hear? You hear? Uh, yeah, I think, I think you might, might've lost us. Um, yeah. Sorry about this audio issue with Olivia there, but Abby, I'm kind of throwing this back out here too. Keeping data in one system can become messy with newer technologies in the game. I think that sort of speaks to some of the things Olivia was talking about. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that can be difficult um, when when you do have all this, and then you have to come up with a with a way either with internal staff or through VAs or some other mechanism, Zapier, some way to get that data that you have in one system to the next. And I think that's a big hurdle for a lot of agents. No, I think so too. I mean, you, you just mentioned uh, Zapier of trying to connect systems so that data can flow and, and, and you can keep uh, a handle on the data. I, I do want to kind of follow up on the question with, with Olivia. Yeah. Um, she mentioned a lot. I, I didn't want to get into mentioning like specific vendors for texting services um, for electronic signatures. I mean, those are those are a couple of things that I think, um, you know, kind of forward thinking agencies need to look at. Um, there, there are a lot of other uh, calendar apps where people can go online and like schedule phone calls and schedule, you know, or schedule walk-in appointments with you. Uh, I think those are, are big um, ticketing systems to handle service requests or something that we hear, you know, some of the really forward thinking agencies are doing so that, that um, when customers uh, maybe submit a request for a certificate of insurance, that starts to being handled electronically. Um, mm -hmm. So that they receive a confirmation email that, hey, we've received your request, we're working on it. Then the ticketing system is routing that request to the appropriate personnel within the agency or the appropriate personnel outside of the agency through some virtual assistant, that that type of an approach. Um, a couple of things that, that we're doing here, because one, you know, one of the one of the things uh, about being at the insurance agents is we, we also run a retail operation where we where we sell you know insurance to our member agency. So right. we have an agency within the walls, and we try to um, you know we we try to model behavior that we feel like our members should be um, looking into. So something that we've started doing in the past probably three or four months, uh, we're doing video proposals now. So there are lots of tools out there where you can deliver proposals via video. Um, kind of talk through proposals and and just have a, um, a easier, more modern way to explain what it is that you're quoting and, and what it is that you're offering a customer. Uh, we're also using um, software that can instantly measure customer satisfaction and and drive uh, social reviews. So once a transaction is completed, the mm -hmm. you know the software is sending out uh, essentially a survey. Hey, how did we how did we handle your request? Um, and, and so I can look at it and say, you know, this person gave us, you know, five stars out of five and gave mm -hmm. us a, a, a testimonial and hopefully went and also gave us a, um, a Google review. So that, mm -hmm. that software, um, in the three years, um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we've got like six great Google reviews in the last 30 days because of this, because of this software because that so, system. Yeah. Because of this system. So. Um, thing, yeah. Things like that, I think, are the types of technology solutions that agencies need to be thinking about. And um, the, the video proposals are phenomenal. Uh, yeah. That you can do such a better job of explaining a video uh, or, excuse me, explaining a proposal or a policy mm -hmm. in, in a one minute video than you could in a three paragraph email. And the yeah. open rate on it, the watch rate, the close rate, I mean, all that's outstanding. You're, you're doing you're doing some video um, quoting and proposals, right, Lana? Yeah, a lot of our video work and and, and that has been focused on the one to one uh, one to one strategy with video. So um, yeah. everything from sending uh, a video 
highlighting the the different points of a business that we want to get an underwriter to consider. Um, we'll do we'll do a video for that and send it over to them. We've had some really good success with that. But then yes, I mean, and I want to run down the tools so that people know what they can look up. So uh, there's a there's several tools. There's three that I'll highlight. One is Go Video by Vidyard. Vidyard is uh, I've used that pretty extensively. They're a very simple platform that you can bring up. They actually have an app on your phone you can use, but it's basically face to camera and or sharing your screen with a little icon below. So that works really well. And they give you free data on uh, has someone watched it or not. So Vidyard, uh, V-I-D-Y-A-R-D, Vidyard is where you would go for that one. What I've really been using a lot lately, though, is um, is Soapbox by Wistia. Yeah, um, it's awesome. It's free. It's just a, it's, it's an add-on to your Chrome. It's I, it I is. It yeah, it is. And Wistia, Wistia allows you in uh, in post production, and there's it's people get can get freaked out by post production, but really what it is is it you you do the video as you normally would. It's on your web camera. You, you've got your screen. You're sharing it, and at the end, it takes time to render. While it's rendering, it allows you to go back in the frames and decide, okay, do I want to show my, uh, do I want to show my face? Do I want to show my face and the proposal, or just the proposal where I'm highlighting things? So that works super well. They have a, um, a CTA at the end, so they can uh, you can put a button out there to hey schedule a you know schedule a time to meet with us or say yes I would like that quote. Um, so there's, there's a lot of different things. And then I know a lot of people in this community have used, um, have used loom. Um, and loom is another plugin on Chrome. All of these are plugins on Chrome that you can use, um, for video proposals and the like. So yeah, that, that is a, that is a huge deal. And even if you don't get into, um, you know, we can talk about video if we want in a second, that'll be a whole nother can of worms. But, um, <laughs> even if you don't get into the high product, highly produced videos that may or may not hit your audience right that one-to-one -one video conversation is a game changer like you said i mean we've seen i can't say we've got a hundred percent response rate from them but the, the response rate is far and away better than just here's an email here's my quote what do you think um so that's been able to to help us a lot yeah i'm using soapbox pretty regularly just to respond to regular emails you know right. Because again, you know, you can say in a thirty-second video what it would take you five minutes to craft out in in a, in a boring email. So, yeah, absolutely. So all these pieces together, I just want to highlight one one thing real quick. Ron Ron Berg is, is saying that he agrees with some comments about the challenges of compartmentalizing data, um, and this is sort of getting into I think another portion of this discussion. Um, and that is um, what the collection of data and how agencies can use it um, in the future. Um, you know, what, what's going to be important for agents to understand? And this is a, like I said, this is a deep topic. We can just touch on it qu quickly. <laughs> but, um, but Olivia, I know that was a big topic of discussion where you came from just this week. So I want to give you the chance first to speak to it. Oh, yeah. So, um it was a huge, I think it was like six hours maybe of discussion, <laughs> probably longer with all, every, all the meetings after the meetings. But, um, but yeah, I mean, figuring out that magic way to make sure that our agency management systems are telling the true story of the customer, um, what they have, what they need, um, how are we performing with a carrier? You know, it's like we, we are so dependent on carrier data in order to tell us how we're doing in our business. But how do we make sure that we're, we can monitor that in real time um, and make meaningful, critical decisions for our customers and for our carriers? I think it's such a, it's such a huge topic. And obviously, I think most of us are somewhat familiar with the uh, solutions that are floating around out. I don't want to say floating around. It's heavier than that, but yeah, there's people that are being innovative and trying to bring solutions to the table. Um, because right now I think, you know, I, we're, we're kind of living on the 80, 20 rule, which right. maybe is okay. I mean, we operate a lot of our business on the 80, 20 rule. Um, but I don't think that any of us want to be 20% off in how we're calculating our agency performance. 
Right. And so figuring out the best way to get that, that true information moving back and forth seamlessly from our agency management system to our carriers really being able to be a proactive advisor to our clients. Um, that's, it's so huge. Um, the solution is coming, uh, but yeah. what, what we do in the meantime, I think is, is a, is a tough thing. I mean, it's a kind of a little bit of a business as usual. You're, you're going to probably continue right. doing it a lot of the way that you have been doing it right now, but I don't know that I'm okay with just getting a report at the end of 30 days from gotcha. a carrier, you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I didn't really answer your question. I no, I thought you did. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I may have added more questions on top of the question, but no, um, no. But yeah, I mean, we our analytics are limited at this point, but I do think it will continue to get better. But we have to be willing to have very open and frank conversations with our carriers, um, because in, at the end of the day, we all want to do what's in best interest of all parties involved. This right. isn't this isn't a any sort of play for one person to come out on top. So um, I think as long as we keep that in mind, then there's going to be definitely some positive momentum that comes from that. Yeah. Aubie, data, your thoughts. So, you know, I mean, I guess um, big, big data uh, has, has been, you know, kind of, kind of a buzzword or, or, or at least I feel like in 2010, at least it was probably still a buzzword. And, um, and, but, but now, it's moved way beyond just being a buzzword into something that is, is critically important on a lot of different levels. And when I start thinking about um, data and, and Olivia mentioned maybe some of the difficulties, you know, we've got all this data, but how do you analyze it? And, and so maybe uh, I, I think in, in the past few years, the um, business analytics and the, the data analytics tools have, have really advanced to a point where you can start to make more sense of the data um, that you have and, and organize the data to start provide you know start having some meaningful insights so that you can make intelligent business decisions moving moving forward. Um, we've all seen how and, and probably Facebook is is the, is the great example of this right uh, of how you can use how you can monetize data. I mean, think about it. I mean, Facebook is. It has been a, a critical, I mean, not critical, it's been a very important part of a lot of people's lives. Hundreds right. of millions of people have really, you know, gotten their life enriched and you're able to keep up with, with family and classmates and old friends in a way that you would never have been able to imagine, you know, previously. And you've been able to do all that for free. Mm -hmm. well, well, how? You know, I mean, how, how are you able to do that for free? Well, it's because... They're taking this all the data and the insights that they're gathering from human behavior, and they're able to monetize that. And um, and certainly, I think that that um, you know Olivia you know mentioned that, the, that there are some thought leaders in the IA space that look at all of this data that that we're collecting, all the data that that agencies are collecting, and all the insights that could be gleaned from that data, and you know imagine a future where that can be monetized. And right. um, an additional revenue stream for for, for agents. Um, so I, I'm I'm very excited about that, and um, we're we're certainly doing a lot internally and in trying to understand better understand our members, better try trying to mm -hmm. um, quantify and qualify uh, the, our members that are growing, our members that are growing at really rapid rates of organic right. growth, and then we have members that are shrinking. Um, mm -hmm rapidly so what you know what are the characteristics that are causing that to happen is it all based on geographic area and the economic right. health of your local community is it broader than that really for us to try to understand that so we can so that we can offer the you know appropriate level of help and assistance and guidance and advice um and then you start thinking about the other the the the, the, the bad side of data the challenging side of data and that's the liability that's associated with it right um, and, and yeah. so, you know, a lot of people look at the technology and and all they're thinking about right now is the compliance angle of technology and how, mm -hmm. do, how do I remain compliant with all of the, the cyber laws and the regulations and the standards right. and the requirements that are being placed on me as a purveyor and collector of, of, of data. So um, yeah. data is a, a really multifaceted, uh, you know, we can talk about hours for data, right? Right, right. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, some of it just to 
to boil it down even simpler, I mean, I feel like uh, at least it's my experience in this agency and maybe in some others, um, just just being able to to mine the data that we currently have on customers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, basically taking your book of business and slicing it and dicing it in different categories so that, you know, um, you know, the basics, who's coming up for renewal, right? That's the most basic. Most people will be doing that. But there's also, you know, focused, intentional effort on, right. hey, this group of people, we only have one policy. on, Right. And so. So how do we get them to two? How do we get them to three? How do we take the ones that already have, how about length of time? This person's been a customer of ours since whatever, and we still only have one policy. How can we get a message to them that makes sense? And so I think um, I think just using the data that we already have in our agency systems will, will help us in getting used to what a future looks like. Uh, where big data can play such a, a huge role in just a small business itself. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you cite some great examples there of, of really simple uses of data, and, and but, but they can be powerful. And, yeah. and even, even a simple use of data analytics like you just described is probably beyond what most are doing, right? So that gives mm-hmm. you that slightest competitive advantage to be able to say, okay, look, we've now identified all of our monoline homeowners and, and, and it's not many, right? It's only, it, it, right. we've only got 28 in our agency that are monoline homeowners accounts. Well, now right. that 28 that you can build out that, that automated marketing campaign to go after their auto and, and, right. to, and have that drip campaign. And that's just dollars that a lot of agencies are just, are, are leaving, they're leaving on the table yep. instead of, you know, harvesting the data and then, and then building the appropriate using it. marketing approach right. to, to, to yeah. Olivia, how's your agency using that data right now? Some of the pieces that I cited. Um... So it's probably one of the biggest points of frustration for us right now is that the the reporting is all very manual. Right. It it just feels like a very laborious manual procedure. You know, you run this if this, not that report, (laughs) I believe is I believe is what we technically call it. Um, you, know, you need so a degree looking, in logic to get through it, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we're looking for those those monoline um, policy customers and, and things like that. Or you're reading through a chart of X dates and, um, and things like that. So I think um, it, it is cr- just having better credible reporting out of out of our systems. And um, hopefully that w- we see that start to improve. And I can only speak from an applied experience because that's all okay. I've ever known from AMS. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Vertifor's potentially doing it better or Hawksoft or mm-hmm. any of those. I, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about other agency management systems to be able to say, you know, maybe somebody else is really allowing you to understand your customer better. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that if you ask any, anybody that's been in the industry for a while, they'll tell you that your biggest potential for growth is within your book. Right. It's, it's right there. It's, it's just, waiting to be acted on. Um, it's a matter of being able to get that information and be able to, you know, create action items um, right. that allow us to truly grow and continue building on existing relationships that, you know, like our, our customers are paying us to be their advisor. And mm-hmm. if you can't report on it, then you can't actually take the lead and be that advisor that you need to be without it being you know, that, that manual process of looking up every single account on an individual basis. Um, so I think any, any better reporting that we can get that allows us to, it it streamlines the whole process and it makes our customer feel like they're being taken care of. Well, it's like, it's such a, it, it is such a huge critical thing. And I think it will continue to improve, but, um, but yeah, we, it's certainly something that is a, uh, a big effort in our agency to be able to do that better. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead, Abby. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I think you're exactly right. And it really highlights one of the main challenges I think that agencies have, and that is the central reliance on agency management systems that were basically built to be uh, a, de- a depository of policy data. And, and, they, right. and they were not built with the intentions of being marketing platforms or, or, or prospect identification, right? It's all about just holding policy data and just the most mm-hmm. basic customer data. And, and, and so the fact that, that you can't go into any agency management system and just simply click the button that says, print me off all the monoline policies that I have coming up for renewal, right. so I can market and sell and try to do the account rounding 
just shows you that, you know, the shortcomings, that's just not where their mindset is. And right. I, I 100% agree with you that it will improve um, because uh, I, I think that that a lot of agency management systems are feeling threatened right now by all of the other technology that agencies are becoming um, perhaps that they rely on even more than they do their agency management system now. Right. Um, right. Whereas, whereas the agency management system used to be the, the hub or the only piece of technology, they're becoming increasingly less important to a lot of agencies as these other types of technologies that are actually helping with customer acquisition, you know, increase in importance. And, and, um, and I think that's going to really probably, unless the, pace of change within the big agency management system starts exceeding the pace of change outside, I think that's going to be continue to be the case. And yeah. I know that at least at the senior levels of management, I hear the, the, man, the, the, the big agency management system companies talk about exactly that, about how they're evolving and how they're opening up their API and how, how they want to be part of the solution of helping agencies uh, evolve and transform but then you talk to agents and it's like, that's not happening fast enough or quick enough right. or, or whatever. And um, so I think that's where we are. And then you've got these emerging technologies out there. And, and, and even, you know, we we're talking about use of data, like playing checkers, you know, like really simple. I just want to know who my monoline accounts are so I can market their other lines of business. But then, and then you've got these, um, these efforts out there to actually run predictive analytics on your book of business so that, so that you can say, Hey, Based on the based on the characteristics of this account, we think there's a 68 percent chance that they're going to leave your agency next renewal because mm-hmm. this, 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 this. And it's built mm-hmm. into the algorithm. And here's what you need to do to salvage that account. And, and, and that's that's super cool to me. That gets me yeah. like, excited and fired up about about well, the future of the industry. Yeah. And, and the, the struggle for me is um, and I threw up a thing in Crowley with Mike Crowley here. <laughs> Um, I think it did take a little outside pressure there to get them to start thinking that direction. But here's the most frustrating thing for me. And I have a, a unique experience in that before I was an insurance agent, I was a, um, I was a fundraiser. That's what I did for, for a university. And the technology that the companies are using in that industry, um, very similar to the needs that we have. Um, again, slicing and dicing the book, who's, who's, who uh, expired with me and didn't renew, that sort of stuff. You talk about pushing a button and getting a report that spits out, this is what you need to focus on. The technology's out there. It's just that this industry, for whatever reason, and it's really hard to pinpoint, I think everybody has an opinion about why, but um, for whatever reason, it just it hasn't developed at the pace that I feel like the cloud has, that other people have been able to. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to see the, 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 the technologies, especially from an agency management system and, and CRM and linking all that together. Um, right. You know, I was just about to say, I mean, you look at, um, at, at Salesforce, right, and, and how embedded Salesforce has become in a number of businesses and the fact that, I mean, I know a number of agencies that are using both an agency management system and, you know, and, and Salesforce mm-hmm. um, because Salesforce can do a lot from a prospect management, pipeline management, development, and um, you know, from a sell, from selling that, that their management systems can't do, and and then you've got the um, you've got a couple of agency management systems out there now. We're we're getting ready to transition over to one in in January that's built mm-hmm. on a Salesforce platform. Yeah. So I mean, that's you know, that that's just kind of I think where uh, that that's really signifies the importance of the evolution of the agency yes. management system to be, become more than just a depository of, of client data. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, in an effort to sort of bring it back down uh, to, uh, <laughs> to, to some agents out there that are listening that, that are like, where do we, where do we start? Uh, Julie, a great question here. And Aubie, if you have an idea, if maybe, I don't know if North Carolina has a resource like this, I think we might. Um, in an effort to help agencies sift through all those many available tech tools, is there any kind of comparison chart that helps you do that? And I think, um, great question, Julie. It's one that I have had in my head and been trying to figure out an answer to for a long time. But Aubie, any thoughts on where we can where we can sort of start with this stuff? Yeah, so that that is a great question, and it actually probably gives gives me a project because no, we don't have we don't have exactly that. 
Um, so, Landon, as, as you're as you're well aware, I mean, we we have we do have a, a technology consultant that's exclusive right. to IINC and um, right. works with a lot of members on technology issues. Primarily, that has been focused on two verticals. The one one of the verticals is on the compliance side and making right. sure that we have the written security information plan and and are compliant to the cyber rules and regulations. And then the other piece has been on agency management system selection. So we do have a white paper and a guide on considerations for agency management systems to kind of to kind of go through. But as far as comparison charts on what's the best texting app or what's the right. best calendar app or what's the best video proposal app, um, we 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 don't we don't have that. What's the best app to measure? Uh, you know your net promoter score, your customer satisfaction, and to drive Google. Right. We, we don't have that. I mean, we've got a lot of resources. Uh, you, you're familiar with some of the podcasts and some of the resources that we've done to yep. help, but um, that the, the, the question. Yeah. It's I, a good, it's I, a good I, question. I would love to at least have some guide out there to say, okay, if you're, if you're interested in um, a ticketing system, here are a couple of vendors that you might want to explore. If you're interested right. in a video proposal system, here are a couple of vendors that you can explore. If you're interested in, yep. A texting system. Here's some vendors that you would you could explore. I think a good thought. Yeah, and I think a lot of it's going to come down to you know a shift in mindset in the in the agencies themselves because I think if the question comes up, you know, in the office we have a problem with X Y Z. I think up until a few years ago, most people were just well, how do we create a process to fix that? How does a human being fix that problem within our agency, whatever said problem is? And I think the agents that are being successful in integrating technology into it, their first thought is, okay, we have a problem. How can a piece of technology help me make this more efficient for my staff? How can this piece of technology solve the problem without me having to hire another person to get there? Um, Whether, again, whether that is just um, outsourcing uh, something as simple as non-licensed activities. So you don't have to have a license in order to fill out a quote sheet, in order to whatever. And I think uh, it speaks to, um, you know, staffing and how we think about that, how we think about your highly skilled workers and what functions they're doing versus, you know, what could we get a VA to do? What could we get someone that's not sitting right here to do to do with us and for us. Um, Olivia, any comments to that end on some of those, on some of those items? I, well, I, I would agree. I mean, I think you need to identify what your problems are. Like what, what is it, what is it that we want to solve? What is it that we want to do better? And then um, figure out what technology marries with that. It's so easy to get distracted by the shiny objects. There's a lot of there's a lot of great, cool technology out there. And I think that it's important to identify what it is that you want to do better in your agency and then start the technology conversation from there. I think yeah. if you start with technology, you're, you're possibly going to start solving problems that you don't actually have. Or, or create new ones. Or creating new ones. <laughs> right. Spending time and money on something that's not actually benefiting your business. Um, so I think, yeah, I mean, it's like if, if we want to um, have better structured ongoing communication with our agencies or with our clients, then what solves that? You know, don't, don't spend your time, you know, looking at something that has nothing to do with that. And I think that there's a lot of right. distractions out there. I mean, there's, there's just so many amazing things. If you go to any vendor show, whether it's insurance related or not, there's 150 different options out there in terms of things that you could bring into your business. But if they're not going to solve a problem, then, you know, obviously don't invest any more resources in that direction. Um, So yeah, that can be tough because they all want to talk to you. (laughs) No (laughs) doubt. They're all, they're all beating down the door. Yes. 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 They all want 30 minutes of your time. So, um, so yeah, I think it's, it's a matter of what do you want to solve today? What do you think, you're going to need to solve in order to, um, you know, make it to where you want to be in your three-year plan or your five-year plan right. as an agency, whatever that strategic effort looks like, make sure that your technology that you're looking at is marrying in with that business plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. 
Yeah, so a couple of thoughts on that. Because um, I, cause I did probably agree mostly, but I probably disagree in a couple of areas. Um, oh, now, wait a minute, wait a minute now. Olivia can't hear your disagreement, so uh, oh, I'll have to make sure we translate that to her. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? We'll get to that in a second, Olivia. Hang on. <laughs> oh. no, no, well, okay, so I guess a, a, couple, a couple of things. And, and one, I think Olivia's comments are, are awesome, but it really starts to highlight a lot of the complexity here um, and how a lot of these issues really marry together. Because one, in, in order for you to have a problem, you're probably having to do some data analytics to even know that you've got a problem. Like, Correct. is the problem, my close ratios are not what they used to be. Well, are, is that anecdotal? Or are you actually measuring, do you know what your close ratios are today versus what close ratios were five years ago, mm -hmm. or three years ago? Right. Because a lot of times, uh, the, the problems that agencies have, they may not even know that they're a problem. You know, yep. like like, for instance, the use of video quotes. Well, I didn't I didn't even know that I I didn't know that the way that we were delivering right. our quotes was a problem. Mm -hmm. Right. I, but um, so I, I had once several years ago with a with a good friend of mine who's who's an attorney, owns a law practice. And uh, we, we were having cheeseburgers and French fries. And he said and, and I had tried to call him. And my intent was just to leave him a voicemail on his on his, you know, at his office phone. And um, but just like seven o'clock at night and someone answered the phone and he just had an answering service. So anyway, I was talking to him and he, he, he said something to me at lunch that day. He said, he goes, look, he goes, we we're thinking about evolving our business all the time. And, and we look at it like this. If if we're still doing something today in the same way, shape or form that we were doing it five years ago, right. there's a better way to do it. There's probably mm -hmm. a new piece of technology, a new app or something. There's a, a, a better way to do it. So, I mean, I think about that from if, if an agency took that mindset, if we're still living, if we're still delivering proposals via email, which is the same way that we were delivering them in 2010, 2005, there's probably a better way to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're still filling out expense reports with a with a paper form, and, you know, and cutting, you know, cutting checks and licking a stamp and putting there's probably a better way to do that. And I think <laughs> that's the. That, that's the thing that we have to all, you know what, does does uh, licking a stamp and putting it on envelopes, does that still work? Yeah, it still works. Right. Is, is there a better way to do it? And I think that's the challenge is sometimes it's not necessarily a problem that manifests itself. It's just that there's a better way to, to do something and you haven't even really fully contemplated what that better way is. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I don't know. It's very it, good. It, it's complicated for sure. It does. It does. Olivia, you're safe. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't run you over or anything. It was all. It was all good. It was all good. So you can go back and listen to the tape back and see what you said. No, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. I promise. <laughs> uh, so uh, one last call too. For anybody have any questions, we've been doing this about fifty some minutes, and so we'll we'll probably shut it down I'm here just a few minutes. Fun, Landon. What's that? The time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I'd like to also um, just ask, you know, I'll be crystal ball here. Okay. 2020 and beyond. Um, you know, what, what is you think the, the number one thing that if agents don't focus on this, um, it could be a detriment to their business um, 2020 and beyond. Oh, such an easy answer for me. <laughs> It's probably not super, super deep. Uh, it, it's, yeah. you, you need a better website. You know, I mean, website, I think that, yeah. I, I, it's got to be the website. It's got to be that first impression that the consumer makes. And because without the good website, well, you can't really start thinking about doing, you know, great work in Google reviews because right. what's the point if, if you get Google reviews and the first thing people do is go check out your website and it sucks, right? right. Or what, what you can't really do SEO and drive people to a, crappy website. So right. um, I, I think um, website is, is probably the number is the number one thing that, that needs to improve that, that more agencies really need to be um, intentional about having a really good impression and a functional website that, that is going to provide uh, useful information and really start that customer journey off, off on the right foot. Um, mm -hmm. And, and I think that we're right on the cusp of seeing um tremendous uh, 
efforts by the IE system to really evolve in a more rapid basis than we have in the past few years. I agree. And, and part of my reason for believing that is that in, in my view, independent agencies have really been protected um, from the distribution channels that are providing that convenience and the, and the strong mobile presence or the web presence mm -hmm. um, because, because independent agents still by and large have a superior product to offer and a better, and a better price to offer in, in a lot of instances. And certainly the advice um, that, that comes with, you know, dealing with the trusted choice insurance agent. I mean, that's, that, that has really protected us from, I think a lot of the direct writers and, and their efforts at modernization and convenience. But what, what is really changing right now is those agencies that are on those independent agencies that are on the cutting edge and, and they're really have changed the customer experience. Well, they also have the same carriers that the rest of the independent agents have. So the disruption right. is going to come from within because those really super modern agencies that have access to all the great carriers and are providing that outstanding customer experience through the appropriate use of technology and the advice of, of, of a trusted advisor, um, they're, they're going to change the competitive landscape in a way that other independent agencies are gonna to have to respond or they're just gonna get their teeth kicked in by those independent agencies that have embraced the new and modern way of doing business. Yeah. So that's no going to drive. It's going to, it's going to be the, the competition that starts to really get enhanced from the independent agency system. That's going to require the other independent agents to, to, you know, either, you, either you catch up, you keep up or you get left out. And, right. and I think that's what we're going to see here in the next couple of years. Yeah, that's good. Olivia, he said website that mm. well, he said a lot more than website. But if you were to answer that question, crystal ball, 2020 and beyond, <laughs> what do you think you're seeing? And also the, the knowledge you're bringing back from where you just were at IA BrainShare, you know, tell us about, tell us about what you think is going to be important for agents to focus on moving forward. Oh gosh, boy. Uh, da, 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 da. I don't know. I'm like trying to flip through, through my notes here. My brain is still <laughs> kind of like. Uh, Mush. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, this is probably now and forever. But um, we kind of we talked about data before, but understanding yeah. our data, behavioral data. Yeah, it tells the story of our of our customers, what they what they want, what they expect. Um, you know, I, it's just going to be an ongoing focus, but being able yeah. to get at it is, is obviously really important. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's just, good. Yeah. yeah, that's what I got. Fantastic. No, I think um, for me, I'll answer my own question. Uh, I think if you were to boil it down, and I'll be real simple too. You know, there are, we've we've talked at nauseum, I think, about uh, the importance of social proof, uh, Google reviews. Um, mm. You know, and Google is going to. I think someone had. Uh, I'm to put this up here. Also, Google getting in the game should speed things up a bit. Um, I think that's a. a, a <laughs> a comment about Google getting in the insurance world. Uh, but to that end, well, I mean, the management system world, I mean, don't forget their part, their yes. partnership with applied, right? I mean, applied, right. Yes. Dollars or yes. So, yeah, good stuff. Um, uh, my, my thought there though is, you know, if you, if you don't have a strategy, even if that is a manual strategy mm -hmm. on how to get Google reviews on on Google, um, you are, you are leaving business out there. Um, and we really focused on that four years ago it, to this day, it is still a manual process for us. We do not have any kind of a automated, um, flow of email or, or asks, um, to ask for those Google reviews. But we ask just about every customer that we sell, uh, a new policy to for a review. And it has led, we're, we're up to like 82, I think for our agency, which in our small town, um, goes a long, long way. Um, yeah. And that, and that's, that's a huge deal. I mean, just before this call came on, my phone rang and, and I asked every, every client that calls in, you know, how did you hear about us? And he said, man, I found you on Google maps. I'm moving to the area and I need someone that I can trust. And your agency had the most reviews, the best reviews. And Oh, by the way, you were mentioned in most of them and I want to work with you. And so, if, 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 and it's so easy, you can have some friends of you, you can call up 10 people right now, 
that aren't associated with your agency and say, hey, man, go online, leave me a review on Google, and it will turbocharge the inflow of new opportunities that you have. If that's the game that you, you know, if you're trying to get multiple opportunities into your agency, if that's what you're, how you're set up, um, I think that's the way that you're going to have to do that to survive yeah. in the future. I think you're spot on, Landon. Landon, so, call, um, yeah. call, call, call me after this, and I can tell you about the software that we're using that automates a lot of that. It's driving a lot of Google reviews to our page. All right. I will do it. I will I'll do it. Out deal. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like deals. That's good. All right. Well, hey, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks, Aubie, for uh, jumping in here with us. Yeah, Olivia, we will. Thank you guys for having me. Yes, and we, Olivia, we will work on this audio issue here. Um, I think I know what it was, but I couldn't fix it. So okay, <laughs> no so, big deal. Next time I'll be like in an office and not in a McDonald's parking lot. Yeah, so. that's good. That's good. But I said it was very nice to see her and hear her, and I'm I'm sorry that she couldn't hear me. Yes, <laughs> he he says very nice to see you and hear you, even though you couldn't hear him. So I look forward um, to the playback. Yes, yes. The golden arches may interfere with uh, audio quality. So, yeah, <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll, yes, we'll just leave yes. it at that. So, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for uh, dropping in here. Um, and we're going to, you can continue to submit questions below. We'll watch it for a little while. Um, but um, hope you all have a great rest of your week. And um, we'll talk to you all soon. Thank you, guys.